Christmas is, I mean, children just bring Christmas to life. You know, isn't it stressful, Christmas? I mean, stress, Christmas, uh, stressmas, stressmas. Christmas can be stressful. But when children are put into the picture, they just bring smiles to our face. You know, come on, come, come on with me, Luke. Just hang, well, unless you want to go down. I don't know. Up to you. You can hang out. He just wants to, he's, a, he's cruising. He's just having fun. He's watching it snow. You can hang with me? You can hang with me, Luke? You want a chair? You want a chair? You want to say hi to everybody? <laughs> you want to point to your parents? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you can hang out if you want. He's good. Thank you, Luke, for coming up. Can we thank Luke for coming up? Yay, Luke. I would let him hang with me, but he got to go. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here today. You know, today and this week, we're celebrating Christmas. So thank God you're finished with your Christmas shopping. (laughs) Some of you are laughing like Christmas shopping. I didn't even start yet. Well, this time of the year, yes, it's joyful, but sometimes it can be stressful. Uh, Yesterday we were shopping, and I thought, we got to put some rules to shopping. Like rule number one, you got to stay in the right lane. Treat it like the highway. You know what your shopping cart? If you see a shopping cart coming your way and you're on the wrong side of the road, just kindly go to the other side or we can put, you know, median strips and put things in the, car, in, the, in the store or maybe blinkers on the cart. You know, that would work very well. And then brake lights because some people, they just stop in the middle of the aisle and then they're talking on their phone, they're texting, people are trying to go around them. And we don't have insurance for carts, so if you get bang, you're on your own. And then... You, you, you got to be careful of hovering, hovering over, you know, areas. And someone, someone wants to get in and get out, so they're impatient. But you have all the time in the world. So you just stop your cart next to the whole aisle, and you're just shopping. You're looking, hmm, what should I get? Well, the guy behind you and the 50 people, they're trying to get to that place where you are. So I think, I think as we learn during this shopping season, we're going to learn some patience. But also we're going to learn that Christmas can be stressful. It can be difficult. And then after Christmas, because Christmas will come and go. The day will come and go. But after Christmas, you're going to see some bills. And you're going to see your credit card bills. So just be wise in uh, what you're doing and, and don't stress out too much. And if you have to get an expensive gift for someone and you have to charge it or put a down payment on it, um, just know that the bill is going to be there next year. So already prepare yourself. It's, it is a stressful time of year. But the good news is that God gave us a wonderful gift, and that's why we give gifts. You know, life is not simple the way we live in our world today. We kind of complicate life sometimes. But God brought simplicity back to us when he gave us Jesus Christ. Because the birth of Jesus Christ really tells us that not only God, that God loves us, but that he has an eternal plan for us. That we're not just here in this temporary world to live and then die. He says, no, I want to be with you forever. And so he gave us his one and only son. As the Bible says, whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And that's why we're here today. We're here today to celebrate the gift that God has given to us. Now, we're in a series called When Life Seems Like a Desert. I mean, some of us have experienced that kind of season. You know, there's no life. Uh, It's not a joyful time. It is a stressful season. 
family not doing good or maybe health issues. And so maybe you're in a season of it's just desert, it's dry, there's no life to it. And you're almost operating just by going through the motions and your day is just flying by. And it's so hard to even celebrate the Christmas season. There's so much to do and so little time. But hopefully this morning we can just pause a little bit, take a deep breath and enjoy the gift that God gives to us. When Jesus came into this world, he didn't come in a, in a place that was like a lush garden or a waterfall. He came to a place called Bethlehem. Bethlehem is in a desert. A desert is a, is a barren place where there's little, precip- uh, little rainfall. I'm not going to try to say precipitation. Little rainfall. And so because of the desert conditions, it's like life is rare. Hostile conditions. But over 2,000 years ago, that's where God brought his one and only son, in the desert. And it's almost like God is saying, your life will be like a desert at times, but he can still bring life into it. That's why this gift that God gives to us is a gift in the desert. Let's take out our notes this morning as we talk a little bit about that gift in the desert that God brought to us that we celebrate this year. You know, when Jesus was born and And if you read the Christmas story, in fact, uh, Thursday night we're going to have our Christmas Eve service and we're going to talk a little bit about um, more of the Christmas story in detail. But if you follow the story, you know that Mary gave birth to Jesus and put him in a manger because there was not much room at the inn. So it was with that environment that Mary was in and Joseph that Jesus was born. And so the place is, you know, it's where animals feed. It's not the cleanest place. In fact... When you're at the hospital and you're, you're giving birth to your child, it's not the, it's not the so-called happiest moment because you're, you know, there's pain, you're tired, you're irritated. And that's just me. Heidi was even worse. No, I'm serious. It was, it was worse for her. And she's giving birth and it's, it's, it's not the greatest environment. It's, it's tough. But when the baby is born... It's like the joy comes onto us. Then, then there's a, a happiness because the baby has been born. And that's what God brings to us. The birth of Jesus, yeah, although painful, brought joy to the world. Life is not always going to be happy. We're not always going to wake up joyful. You will wake up some mornings and it's not going to be the happiest day. You might be experiencing that right now. But God understands that. And because God has given us his son... He reminds us that we're that valuable to him, that important to him. Your birth in this world was that important to God. He brought you into this world. There are many important births. You have Albert Einstein or in our world today uh, for technology and innovation, Steve Jobs. You know, you have important births along the way. But the one most important birth was Jesus Christ. That changed everything because it wasn't just an event that happened. It was an event that took place so that you and I could have eternal life with God. It's amazing that sometimes Christmas will come and go and we'll be reminded about Jesus Christ, but then we'll forget why God gave us this gift and how important this gift is for the entire world. And because God gave us his one and only son as the greatest gift of all, that's why we give gifts. It's a reminder that that's what God did for us. And so we give gifts too. 
The other week, uh, we bought our grandkids some gifts, and one is six, one is four years old, one is two. So they have different types of gifts. Well, Heidi hid it under our bed. And so I said, Heidi, you can't hide it under the bed because that's where we play hide and go seek. So they're going to go find it. She goes, no, I'll move it later. Well, we just got busy and we forgot to move it. And we, we got a brand new bed, so we had to exchange the bed, you know, take it out and put the new one in. Well, one of our grandchild, uh, grandchildren were there. His name is Landon. He's the second one, four years old. So he wants to help Papa and Gigi. So he comes in the room, and we lift up the bed, and he sees, he goes, oh, Gigi, look at all the toys. And she goes, oh, no, drops the bed. No, 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 these, these are not the toys you are looking for. And so we're trying to get him out of the room. And he's saying, but Gigi, all of the toys got the Indominus Rex, you know, one from, you know, uh, the world, Jurassic World. So he's looking at all the toys, and he wants to get the toy. And so we're try- right now we're in the process of helping him forget. We're, I don't know how we're going to do it. We're trying, though. Like, he'll bring it up every single day, at least four or five times a day. He'll just bring it up. Can I have the Indominus Rex? We're like, what Indominus Rex? <laughs> I think you were sleeping. You might have been dreaming. Who knows? It's not for you. You know, every single day. But children, they, they look forward to that gift. And that, that feeling should never go away. Because I think as, as adults, the feeling goes away. Now, we're okay with gifts, tangible gifts, temporary gifts, but... The best gift of them all is the eternal gift that God gave to us in Jesus Christ. That gift alone, we should always want to have. We want to have that relationship with God. See, great gifts are given by great givers. And God is the greatest giver of them all. He gave us such an important gift that sometimes we forget about because of maybe our behavior or our past And our human nature says otherwise. Our human nature says, yeah, but do this. You don't need God. And God is saying, I just have a free gift for you. It's eternal life through Christ Jesus. That's why we sing the song, Emmanuel. That means God with us. That he's no longer distant. He came to us. That's why we say Gloria in excelsis Deo. That means glory to God in the highest. In other words, there's no greater than God. And he gives a great gift in Jesus Christ. See, the more the gift serves you, the more it means to you. The more the gift serves you, the more it means to you. It's kind of like this Christmas, you're going to get some gifts, and if it doesn't do anything for you, you're going to be like, oh, nice. On the outside, you say, oh, this is the best thing in the world. On the inside, like, I don't even know how to use this thing. What is this thing for? You plug it in, need batteries. You're going to get all kinds of gifts. But the more the gift serves you, the more it means to you. And Jesus came to serve. That's what he came to do. It's amazing that God's gift to us was to serve us, was to give us a better life ahead. So I think every single one of us, we can benefit by understanding this gift that God has given to us. And we're going to look at three ways. And here's the first thing. If you're taking notes or anything, just just remember this, that Jesus is the only gift that conquers all my fears. It's the only gift. Now, you can get gifts this year, but it's not going to help you conquer all your fears. It may help you with some of the fears, like if they give you like a a little weapon for spiders, if you don't like spiders, or some of you don't like lizards. Like at the sight of lizards, I mean, you scream bloody murder. You're crying and you're running away. You throw your kids at the lizard to kill it, and you're that terrified of it. 
But there's a greater scale of, of fear. Some of you, you fear safety. You're, you you want to be safe or you fear that someone's going to get you. Or you fear for your children or when they go off to college. We have that fear. But only God can give us the Savior who conquers all of our fears. We're all going to have fears. Fears of the unknown. Fears of not being able to pay our bills or the fear of losing our job. The fear of our, our children meeting the wrong person. Or the fear of being alone, even during this season. Or the fear of someone losing their temper. Or the fear of dengue fever. Oh my goodness, once this thing kind of broke out, every, I mean, mosquitoes became like the enemy. We, we bought, I don't think there's off anymore at the store. You got to make up your own concoction and you get the antis like, all you got to do is grab some vinegar and turpentine. And you put them all over your body and put one match. It's like you try all of the different things because once we see a mosquito, we don't say, oh, mosquito, what do we say? Dengue, 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 dengue. I mean, we have that fear because it's real. But God says, I came to give you that which will conquer all of your fears. That you don't have to worry a single bit about these fears because God cares for us that much. Here's what the Bible says in Luke chapter 12. The Bible says, are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins, and, and not one of them is forgotten before God. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. You're more valuable. And God says, I'm going to take good care of you. And because he cares for you and he loves you, he will be the one that conquers all your fears, all your worries. It continues in the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 29 through 32. and says, and don't be concerned about what to eat and what to drink. Don't worry about such things. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers all over the world. But your heavenly Father already knows your needs. Seek first the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. So don't be afraid little flock, for it gives your father great happiness to give you the kingdom. See, Jesus is the only one that will conquer all of our fears. Here's the second thing. Jesus is the only gift that brings us good news of great joy for everyone. For everyone. Good news of great joy for everyone. I think we need good news in our world today, don't we? I mean, it's so easy to pick up the newspaper or scroll through Facebook or, or, or watch the news and, and we see so many negative things happening. And there are positive, great things happening. But we need more good news in our world. And that's what Jesus came to bring. He came to bring us the best news of them all. And when he gave us this good news, he gave it to us because great joy comes with it. It's not just good news, it's also with great joy, and it's for everyone. I think he's given us great joy because sometimes our heart lacks joy. And so he says, I want to I give you good news of great joy, and it is for you. You're not excluded. doesn't matter what your past looks like, your behavior today. What matters is I'm giving this to you. It's a free gift. You don't have to do anything about it to make it work. You just need to receive the gift, and it's a free gift. The Bible says in Luke 2, uh, 2, verse 10, the angel said to them, do not be afraid. And he says, behold. In other words, take this all in. 
It's yours to keep. It's yours to hold. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. All people. Sometimes there's great news and great joy, but it's not for you. I've experienced that when, you know, everyone orders lunch and I'm not there when they're ordering. And then when we all gather for lunch, someone brings in all the orders and they said, hey, do you have anything for lunch? I'm like, well, how come you guys didn't ever ask me? They said, we didn't know where you were. I said, just get me anything. I'll eat anything. They said, well, well, we can make a plate for you. I'm like, I don't want to take your food. So I'll just be on the side. Now, it's it's good news for them. It's great joy for them. But I'm on the side eating a banana or an apple or little crackers or air. <laughs> it's, great. It's, it's great news for them and, and great joy for them or good news for them. But it's not for me. Or maybe you're at your job and, and someone gets promoted. It's good news. It's great joy, but not for you. You're thinking, how come I didn't get promoted? How in the world did so-and-so get promoted? They're like the worst here. How did they get a pay raise? How is that even possible? Good news, great joy, just not for you. Or the best yet, in this season, there's going to be a party and someone's going to tell you, hey, so what time is the party again? And you're thinking, what party? And then you're like, oh, you wasn't invited. Oh, no, what am I going to say? Great news or good news, great joy, but just not for you. Maybe it's a separate party. It's specifically for someone. But you're going to experience good news great joy in this world, but sometimes it's not going to be for you. Sometimes someone will reject you. They'll pass you over. They won't even acknowledge you and you'll feel rejected. Or maybe you, you will feel alone during Christmas. Or, or, or maybe, maybe you're, you're waiting for the test result and so-and-so got a good result and yours is not like that. Yeah, good news, great joy for them, but not for you. Or maybe the family is together and you just lost a loved one. And everyone else is celebrating and you just don't know how to. And God understands. That's why he came to give us good news and great joy for all people. You're included in it. He sees that much value in you and I. And he wants to let you know. See, Jesus is the only gift that brings good news of great joy, and it's for all people. The good news that he restores your life, the good news that you've been forgiven, the good news that he heals, the good news that he strengthens, the good news that he provides, the good news that he's going to bring together families, the good news that he gives us eternal life, that he fills us with great joy. And this is all, all of this is for you. No one excluded. It's for you. You. God gave his best gift so that you could live the best life. He gave his very best. He didn't hold back. Because here's the last thing. Jesus is the only gift that saves me. That's the only gift. He's the only gift that saves us. Now, there are many great gifts, even gifts for survival, but nothing like that of Jesus Christ. He came to give us eternal life. Not just life on this earth, but eternal life. Because the more the gift serves you, the greater it is to you. And so he gives us Jesus as the Savior. And he saves us for eternity from being eternally separated from God. He says, you believe in me, you're coming with me to heaven. I have a home for you, and I'm making it ready for you. And when, when you're ready, and I'm ready, I'm going to come and get you. And you will have a home for all of eternity. 
It's the only gift that saves us. Now, we, we bought a gift for my son, Jordan. He's 21. So he, he, you know, he goes hiking and he takes pictures. So Heidi said, let's get him like a, a knife. So when he goes, you know, in the woods, if you got to cut things down and, you know, he'll have a knife. Plus there's mountain lions. <laughs> like a mountain lions. She goes, yeah, if there's a mountain lion, you know, he can. I said, you mean, okay, we're going to get him a knife for mountain lions. She goes, I'm his mother. I want him to have protection. I said, put down the knives. Let's go look at the shotguns. This is a mountain lion. She goes, well, I just want him to have something so that he, you know, he's in the woods. And so we got him that. And so they're FaceTiming the other night. And she tells him what she got him for Christmas. And he's all excited. He's like, oh, thank you so much, mom. That's a good gift. I'm like, wait, you told him? She goes, yeah, I'm his mother. I can do what I want. (laughs) Well, that is true. So, yes, the knife can be good for survival purposes, but none greater than Jesus because he saves, even from mountain lions. He will save us. That's probably the best news you and I could ever hear because there's, there, there will be one day that you and I will be on our deathbed, but we have hope beyond that because Jesus came to save us. The angel said it like this in Luke chapter 2, verse 11. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Born to you. This gift is for you. It's not just a, a gift that God gave to the world in the hopes that, oh, if everything turns out, okay. No, he said this gift is for you. And this gift is the Savior. See, this gift given in the desert was done in such a specific way. It's almost like God is saying life will be like a desert. And the gift that I'm giving to you, the gift of Jesus, is like finding fresh water in the desert. He quenches your thirst and restores your life. He came to save you for eternity. See, the gifts we give are great for a temporary purpose. It's going to be temporary. But the gift God gives to us is for an eternal purpose. God gives us his very best gift so that we could live the best life. And of all of creation, God had one thing in mind, and that was you. He wants to be with you forever.
found in Christ Jesus included every single person and no one was to be excluded he says I'll bring you a child you'll be born it'll be given to you for all people and there will come a day that you're going to see even more the plan that God has for every single person and he uses you and I in such a way that people get to see him. And yes, there are going to be times where it's going to feel like you're all alone and times where it seems like there is no more hope left. But God says, even still, I'll be with you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to abandon you because I'm your Savior came to save you, to give you eternal life. And it's in this season that we call Christmas that God shows up. We may not see the picture that God has for us in our life, but he does. And as the one that created us, he says it's for a future and a hope. That yes, there are going to be times that it seems hopeless, but that's why I came give you eternal life, that hope no one else can bring, but it's only through him. It's through the Savior, Jesus Christ. God says you're that valuable, you're that important to come and see everything that I have for you. It's not about your career, how much you have and what you don't have. But really, it's about what I'm giving to you. That in this season, we can miss it. But he says, don't miss it. Enjoy every moment. I'm going to give you a, a vision of what your life looks like. But it's up to you to live it. When you're able to live that life to its fullest, then and only then will we begin to understand and see the greatest news of all and that God gave us life and life more abundant and in this life he says I will be with you even through the painful moments 
You're not alone. And the picture that I have for your life, you may not see it in the beginning, but you'll begin to see it un- unfold right before you. It's because of what I've done. So don't forget who I am and what I came to bring to you. And even though this season comes and goes, my spirit will remain forever. And that spirit wants to be with you and I. And you feel it. Don't doubt it. Just know that he is there with you and I. Every morning that we wake up until Christmas morning, you're going to be reminded that God is with us. It's going to come in different ways. It may come in a way that you least expect it. Yet God says, I'm going to give you signs and wonders. Don't forget to look up and see that I am here because I will be with you even to the end of time. That's God with us. And maybe you're here today and you're saying, I don't, I don't know God that well. I don't have that relationship with him, but I want one. God came to us as a baby, so that you and I would be able to understand that God is gentle and he is humble in heart. Would you pray with me? Would you bow your heads for a moment? Lord Jesus, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for the, the time that we get to spend together. We know that you have given us more than just a gift. You've given us eternal life, and this is the gift. And it's in Jesus Christ Lord, I don't know where everyone is at this point, but I do know this. There are some that have never said yes to you. And maybe today is their day to say yes, that that there is hope, there is a future, that you came to save us. You're the only one who can conquer our fears. And you came to give us good news of great joy, and it's for everyone, no one excluded. It doesn't matter what our past looks like or what we're doing today. God is more concerned about where we're heading. And so, Lord, we receive that today. And if you're here and you're saying, I've never given Jesus my life, maybe in this season, it's time to open up his gift to you. And as we pray, I'm going to say a prayer. And if you've never said yes to Jesus, I want you to be included in this prayer. Just add the heart. Let's all say this prayer together. Even if you've said this for a hundred times, let's say this prayer together. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that you came into this world to give me good news of great joy. And it's for me. So I give you my heart. I believe in you. I believe that you died on the cross and you rose from the grave to give me eternal life. And so I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. And with every head bowed and eyes closed, if you just said that prayer for the very first time, I want to pray a special prayer over you. Would you just lift a hand real briefly? And you're just acknowledging that, Lord, I I just gave my heart to you. 
Yeah, God sees your hands. God bless you right here up front, right here on this side. God bless you. God sees you right here back there. God sees you and you right here. God sees you right here. A bunch of you. God sees your hand. He sees your heart back there. God sees your hand. He sees you. You're not lost in the crowd. Just hold your hands up right here. God sees you right there. Yeah. God bless you. God bless you. God knows you. God bless you right here. God bless you right there, back there. God sees you back there, right here. God bless you. You can put your hands down. Lord, I pray your blessing over those that just said yes to you. It is the best decision that they will ever make. What a gift, Lord, that you've given to all of us. But for these that said yes to you just today, I pray that you would continue to build within them a spirit that continues on in this world with power and strength and the ability to see even greater the vision that you have for their lives. I pray for all of us, Lord, that in this season that we would bring peace into this world because of your spirit, that we would be the joyful ones. Those who know you as Lord and Savior, you've given us the responsibility to be lights in this darkened world. So may we also share the love of Christ in this season and beyond. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. And we all said amen. Let's congratulate all those that said yes to Jesus this morning. That is the best decision you'll ever make.